This is Bulls Beat on Bulls Unlimited. Bulls Beat is your stop for exclusive interviews, highlights, and the very latest on all sports at the University of South Florida. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. Get ready for some historic highlights when it comes to men's basketball on the show as the men's team hit triple digits for the first time since 2010 and for the first time ever had six players in double figures. So get ready to hear lots of the entertainment and entertaining calls, I might add, from Jim Lighthall and Joey Johnson. Also, you'll hear a little bit of head coach Amir Abdurrahim from the post game. The Bulls turn around and get ready to play Loyola on Saturday. A major doubleheader. You're going to hear what Michael Kelly had to say about it. Folks, it is a busy week. If you were at Amelie Arena or if you are going to be there today, you'll see that volleyball is taking center stage with the Final Four in town, the semifinals tomorrow night, and then Saturday night at the Yingling Center, a doubleheader including the number three ranked women's basketball team in the nation, NC State, playing the South Florida Bulls. So a lot going on. Oh, yeah, football as well as they are starting to shift their attention to getting towards Boca. So plenty on football. You're going to hear Bullseye tomorrow, by the way. It is a bowl special. I want to really thank Kaylee Cottrell, BJ Daniels, and Joey Johnston for taking the reins. They were taping that show while I was with volleyball last week. Oh, by the way, the NIVC finished up last night, and we'll tell you what happened to the team that eliminated the Bulls in the final of that. And again, the final four of the NCAA tournament is here at Amelie Arena this week. And actually, the practices are open to the public today, so a lot of cool stuff to pass along. We also have schedules to give you. We didn't do a show again. We were leaving Statesboro, Georgia, really early on Friday. And so we didn't get to announce the news of the baseball schedule. I could have had it on Monday's show. It was just my fault. We were doing a lot of recaps. So we'll give you some highlights of that. And, by the way, without officially being dropped, the tennis schedules are out. And how did I sort of get tipped off? We'll tell you in our second segment. We're also going to play a couple of highlights from a men's soccer game in September. I'll explain why in our second segment. But let's indeed start off here in the first block with plenty of highlights from men's basketball. If you're listening to Monday's show, we told you that Pine Bluff can score a lot of points, but they can also give up a lot of points. As in their previous three games, all against good teams, you know, Oklahoma, Gonzaga, and UConn, the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions of former Bull Solomon Bozeman had given up triple digits. I wasn't too assured that the Bulls were going to get there as well, but they did. And you could just sense that it was going to be that kind of game. The impressive thing to me about these first-half highlights is, as you know, the Bulls, after their two wins, their first two wins, really laid an egg in the next game and just watched as an opponent had a big day from three-point land. Well, how would they answer performance-wise, not just offensively but defensively, after that big win against FSU? And it was clear early that the answer was going to be a very good one. Now, we got to mention that UAPB's top scorer, Kylan Milton, averaging more than 19 points a game, was not in this contest. They still had Rashad Williams, nearly 19 a game. Joe French, 16 a game. Those two had combined for around 75 three-point makes in Pine Bluff's first 10 contests. And in this game, they would try and carry the offense. But the Bulls had a little more balance, and it started to reveal itself very early. Here's how 
Some of that went with Jim and Joey on the calls. Pryor backs his man down, turnaround jump shot is good from six feet. A quick trigger jumper for Kaysen Pryor, and he's got his first two. And Kaysen Pryor certainly has great instincts around the basket. Pass in the corner, taken away by Reed again. It's a three on two for the Bulls. Left side to Sam Hines, goes to the basket, hanging, gliding off the window and in. Sam Hines, acrobatic and strength at the same time. To the high post it goes and is taken away by Sam Hines. Bulls have a four on two ahead to Kaysen Pryor. Eurostep goes to the basket. No, now he leaves it for Knox and he lays it in. Another turnover and another bucket for South Florida. And Solomon Bozeman needs a timeout here with 16.49 to go and the Bulls leading 11-2. Zone defense for Pine Bluff. Reed gets a man in the air, fires a no-look pass inside for Pryor, two-handed dunk, he went baseline, beat the back line and flushed it with two hands. Kaysen Pryor in the corner. Now here's Stroud for three. Oh, he rattled that one down. The lefty Brandon Stroud gets the triple, his first one of the season. Great ball movement by the Bulls to locate Stroud in the right corner and he buried the three, once again, the passing. Very impressive by USF. The Bulls lead 18-9. Reed, one-handed pass in the corner. Knox catches, fires for three, and he rimmed it in. Kobe Knox gets the second triple for the Bulls tonight. 13-20 and running. Selton crosses over twice, gets into the paint. No-look pass. They swing it around. Stroud for three again, right wing, and that one rimmed out. Kobe Knox gets the rebound, put back, and the Bulls are pounding the offensive glass. Everything clicking for the Bulls now. 23-11, South Florida leads. Ware guarding Reed. Goes between the legs to create a little separation. Now he turns the corner on him. Gets to the paint. Fires into the corner. They swing it around to Youngblood. Pulls up at 15 feet. That's string music for Chris Youngblood. The ball movement is exquisite right now, Joey. really is. This is like a, a training tape. A Bulls offense is as sharp as we've seen it all season. Well, USF denying passing lanes right now in this man-to-man. -man. It is not easy for the Golden Lions. Rashad Williams trying to go to the basket. He throws one up on the run as he was falling down. Offensive rebound for Pine Bluff, and then they step on the sideline and turn it over for the sixth time in eight minutes. Timeout on the floor. It's been all green and gold so far, 25 to 11 South Florida. And there were still 12 minutes to go in the first half, so you knew that the 100-point mark was something to keep on the horizon. Now there was a little bit of a rut in the middle of that first half as, first of all, the players we mentioned, Williams and French, started draining threes. The margin got down to eight, and you weren't sure how it was going to go. The Bulls, though, got to the free throw line. 18 for 21, one of the many notable first half stat lines put up by the Bulls. There were also a couple of calls that went against them, so again, shaky, but then things smoothed out. Here are the rest of the first half highlights. Zone defense by Pine Bluff again. Right side knocks back to Reed. They leave him wide open. He launches a three and rims that one in. Boy, if you're going to leave that kid that wide open, he has to take it. He shoots 38% from three. 42-29. Reed with a near steal. Now it's picked up by Selt Miguel. Bulls have a power play here. Five on four. Lead pass to Reed. He's going to go to the basket. Left-handed layup is good. And again, they score with points off turnovers. That's now 17 in the first half. Now off to Kobe Knox. Stopped at the top of the key. Bounce pass inside to Pryor. Back to the basket. Spins. Fires. Off the window and in. What a beautiful touch by Kaysen Pryor. He's got a dozen already in this game, which matches his season high. Joey, the Bulls averaged 72 points a game last year. They're at 52, and we still have 21 minutes to go in this game. Hard to believe, but uh, again, we could see this coming with the stats both teams have put up that this could be a high-flying uh, affair, and so far it is. Self Miguel, he makes his move into the paint, pulls up from 15, short, off the shoulder of Knox, picked up by Hines, finds Pryor off yeah. the window and in. Another offensive rebound, another second-chance point. 
Kaysen Pryor is putting up some impressive numbers for himself. 19-point lead is now the largest. Try 54-37 at the half, and the guy who really was their spark plug against FSU, Chris Youngblood, was quiet. In fact, there was a late shot clock foul he committed, and that got him pulled early. He only played nine minutes in the first half, was one of three. The team didn't shoot a great number from three, four for 15, with no one making more than one, and the Bulls were without Jose Placer. If you heard what happened to him on Saturday, hamstring injury, so... Oh, no, Jaden Reed has to play a lot of point guard. Yeah, the Bulls are pretty good with that freshman. Seven points, three assists in that first half. One of three players with three assists. Difficult to get 14 assists in a half. We said there were some impressive numbers. Try 18 of 21 free throwing. Try 21 points off turnovers. This is a Pine Bluff team that was averaging, giving it up just 12 times a game. They turned it over 13 times, so that defensive effort really did spark the Bulls. Sam Hines was 7 of 8 at the free throw line where he'd been struggling. And Cason Pryor, who has really been a fun player to watch, scored 14 on 5 of 8 shooting while Kobe Knox added 9 points himself. The offensive numbers would keep flowing. Kick back, relax, and listen to a big chunk of second-half highlights as the Bulls went in inexorably towards triple digits for the first time in more than a decade. There's a kick out to Knox, right down to the low block on Youngblood. He's gonna turn, fire, and hit from about eight feet. That's a tough turnaround jump shot for a guard on the baseline. Plett catches on the perimeter, trying to back down Pryor. Lowers his shoulder, tries to make a move, lowers it again, and Pryor blocked that, and then took the basketball away. Youngblood, left wing, asks for a screen from Pryor, gets it to Hines. He's going to the basket, here he comes. Foul, and he laid it in anyway. Wow, he went through six arms to get to the basket, and they were just bouncing off number 20. It's a different type of Sam Hines that we're seeing this year and a, and a better version. And he just blocked that one off the window and they call a foul and Sam Hines got all of it. Rashad Williams snaked his way through the defense and then he was going to the basket without any resistance and Hines had him measured up and pinned it on the glass and they called the foul. I don't know where the foul was. I don't either. That's 50-50 that's at best. Here says that's a good play to Sam Hines. And it was. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody agreed with that except the officials. Yeah. The corner goes to Reed. Reed around one guy. Now he kicks it back in the other corner. Youngblood catch and shoot three. Bingo! The freshman set it up and Youngblood knocked it down. Great penetration and pass by Jaden Reed. And Chris Youngblood continues his hot shooting of late. And the Bulls have built a 62-44 lead. There's a block by Stroud. Here come the Bulls. They've got a four on two. Bounce pass to Pryor. Kicks it in the corner. Reed. Now to Youngblood. He's going to go around two guys. Now to Pryor. He Euro steps his way to the basket. It's a layup. And the Bulls are running and gunning. They've got their largest lead. Solomon Bozeman needs a timeout. 15-48 to go. 20-point lead. 64-44. Bulls on top. Joey, one of the things about this team is that if you want to put people in the seats, you got to be entertaining. And right now, this team is extremely entertaining. Definitely with the, the freshman point guard who's like a little jet or a rocket that just got fired off. Uh, Chris Youngblood and when he's healthy, Jose Placer are deadly from three. I think Sam Hines is a heck of a fun player to watch with, with his uh, all-out hustle and, and play at both ends of the court. And Kaysen Pryor, almost like Joe Kim Noah back in the day, you cannot take your <laughs> eyes off this guy because he is wild and crazy, and he's going to do some things you haven't anticipated. So you're right. USF Bulls are a good show right now. I have some friends, and they call him the, the Birdman. They call him Chris Anderson. That kind of reminds, Similar. reminds Similar. them of them. Yeah. Yep. 
Kind of a very, very electric guy on and off the floor. He's always on. That's yep. what I love about him. Knox, now to Hines, back to the top it goes. Good ball movement in the right corner. Youngblood, ball fake, goes baseline around two guys, leaves it inside. Stroud with the layup, and that's where you attack the 1-3-1 as you get it to the baseline. 20-point lead. Four makes in a row, and Pine Bluff has been shut out for the last three minutes. Long rebound into the hands of Sam Hines. Leaves it for the trailer. Knox, he's going to the basket. His layup is good. Hines gave up his body so that Knox could get the bucket. This is a lot of fun to watch, the way they're playing right now. Uh, they're very unselfish, sharing the ball, running and gunning. Fun stuff. Knox in the corner. Catches. Enters it into Cason Pryor. Back to Knox. Sets his feet. Fires for three. Good! That's how you work inside out right there. You enter it into the block, and a kickout results in a three. Into the corner goes Knox. Fires it back to the top. Here's Selton Miguel from the logo. Launches a three. Swished it in! And the Bulls are raining threes on this Tuesday night. 74-55, Bulls on top. Selton Miguel gets it to Stroud. Zone defense out of the Golden Lions. Here's the lob, caught by Stroud, and there's the two-handed dunk. I knew this was coming. It was just a matter of time. You called it, Jim. Plett drives it into the paint, gets to the basket. Blocked from behind by Pryor and picked up by Reed. Outlet pass to Kobe Knox. Hesitation move. Hard off the window. Yes, you can count it. And he kissed it off the glass. The Bulls are just going to the rack all night long. Yes, sir, Mr. Lionel Richie. Stroud will go back to Jones. Shot clock down to five. Back to Stroud. Three ball right wing. Around the rim and out. Offensive rebound, Knox, put back is good, and a late whistle, another chance at a three-point play. Kobe Knox is doing the heavy lifting underneath the basket, and that hard work is being rewarded in the scoring column. Another offensive rebound for the Bulls, that's 12 and 19 second chance points. Rashad Williams from the logo, long three, good. Man, that was a heave. This game's just getting started, Jim. <laughs> I hate to say it, but you're right. This is going to be a fantastic finish. Jaden Reed gets to the basket off the window and in as he snuck his way through three or four guys to get to the rim. The Bulls come right out of the timeout with another mate. Both teams shooting 56% from the floor. Shot clock at 20, game clock at eight minutes. Selton between the legs, steps back, launches a three. Line driver that goes in. Selton Miguel, his third triple of the game. All of his points have come from beyond the arc. Bulls have built it back up to a 20-point lead, 85-65, 7.45 to go in the game. This is just a, a, a box score uh, pop, Papalooza here. I'm bluff looking to do a little trapping now. One-handed pass to Selton Miguel. He's going to launch a three on the left side. Swishes it in. Selton Miguel with another four-make day, second time this season. The crowd, instead of shuffling out, will stay around to see yeah. what everybody wants. Yeah. That magic triple digit, and the Bulls are going for it. Three minutes left, Bulls by 20, 96-76. Need to get to the 100 mark here and get it over with. Reed, double team comes, he dribbles out of it. He's going to go to the basket, he's going to lay it in, and he got fouled as well. Well, if you spread the floor like that and you come to trap him, I mean, that's, that's like a grease pig. In the, in, the, in the barn. There's no way you're going to grab him. Shot clock cut in half at 50. Kobe will back it out. He's got a man wide open, Stroud. Now he gets it to Reed. He's going to drive it in again. High arcing floater, didn't go. Pryor gets the rebound, collects himself off the window and in, and there it is. 101 for the Bulls. I kind of like the fact that Cason Pryor was the one to get that 100. Off an offensive rebound, he adds to a spectacular night. We think this is the first time the Bulls have ever put six players in double figures. And there's the final. 104 to 86. 
a wildly entertaining game at the Yingling Center. This is not your typical Tuesday night non-conference game. This was a lot of fun. Indeed, six players in double figures for the first time in school history. So they didn't have Jose Placer, and Corey Walker did turn his ankle, it looked like, in the first half. So the Bulls actually were down to about a seven-man rotation, and that seventh man had one of his better offensive showings and almost made it seven in double figures. That'd be Brandon Stroud, who went for eight points and eight rebounds. But as it was, Pryor led the way 19 points, six boards. He was 16 of 17 on free throws. He did miss two of his seven on Tuesday. Oh, well, we're going to let it slide. Jaden Reed, 16 points, eight assists, a couple threes. Kobe Knox, 18 points, five assists, three boards. Sam Hines, 16 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Miguel, 14 points, three assists. You get the idea, 27 assists in this game for the Bulls and only nine turnovers while they forced 17 on the other side. Offensive rebounds favor the Bulls 16-7, to seven, so two categories. You love to see points off turnovers, 26-14, to 14, and second chance, 22-15. to 15. They end up shooting 76% from the free throw line. They're among the top 75 in the country in that category. A wonderful night. And we probably should mention that the Golden Lions did have five in double figures themselves. They were 10 for 22 on threes, while the Bulls were very solid, 10 for 27. So, above 500, again, go the Bulls. We'll give you a little bit of head coach Amir Abdurrahim when we come back, and then get into a lot of other news. Football, a bowl ticket update, volleyball, we got the baseball schedule, and yes, I'll be playing a soccer clip from September. You'll hear why when Bulls Beat continues. <laughs> 